0: Is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network? Here's your host, Kara Ritchie.
1: Hey, friends, how's everybody doing? All right, I would hope. Got a couple of hours in store for you here on a Tuesday. Noon to 2, Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. All over your radio dial, also online at 95.3theticket.com. You can also take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search KNEA, and you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough on the right fiber hotline by Ruder Communications, 870-930-3776. Is the number to call there? And uh, you can weigh in on social, of course, as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. Today's CavendishCars.com question is posted. No feedback yet. Womp womp. And uh, you can find it by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio, at least for this noon hour, by producer Alex Galbraith.
2: Yeah. Happy Tuesday, everybody.
1: Going to have a busy week ahead uh, coming up later on this week, and we'll throw out exact details uh, for you guys as the week goes on. But we will have some... We will have some – sorry, I saw like a spoof account that (laughs) caught my eye. Uh, We're going to have some high school baseball coming up for you later this week. It is going to impact our live daily show schedule a little bit, which is fine with everybody because I know you all would rather hear your teams, and I would rather not talk for a couple hours. So, I mean, this is is win-win. Are you going to be on the call for any games this week, are you going to be in studio producing?
2: I think mostly in the studio is what what I've been told. love to get out there if I get the chance.
1: When we have specific dates and times and all of that uh, ready to throw out there for you, of course we will. And we'll also have information on social media as well. Yes. So looking forward to a big weekend, Uh big week ahead, excuse me. And also next week too, of, of some high school action here on the ticket. Uh, meanwhile, tonight on the ticket though, college baseball, old rivalry renewed at Tomlinson Stadium at Kelfield is, it is actually going to be a non-conference matchup between A-State and in-state foe Little Rock. Uh, The teams were slated to meet on April 26th in Little Rock. But the contest was rained out. Tonight's first pitch is at 6 right here on the ticket. Pre-game coverage at 545. Meanwhile, registration is open for Destiny Rogers' Nets 8 free basketball camps, which feature an elite camp and a little dribbler's camp. Both camps, led by the A-State women's basketball coaching staff, will be held at First National Bank Arena, of course, they're on the campus of A-State. For more information or to register online, visit NetsAin'tFreeBasketballCamps.com. And uh, for the first time this season, the Cardinals started a series with a win. I know. I had to, I just got to pause and wrap my head around it as
2: well. And I to do a double take last <laughs> night. I was like, are you sure? When, when they were up, like... Two to one. I was like, are they gonna blow yeah, this? Yeah, you how are they gonna screw this up? Yeah, how how are they gonna lose? And then when I got the alert, I was like, Holy
1: cow, they won. <laughs> St. Louis topped the Cubs in Chicago Monday night, three to one behind a two RBI night from Wilson Contreras. The teams continue their series tonight at six forty. And that is going to be on ninety-five-nine the Wolf. So, uh that is what is in store uh baseball wise tonight, uh coming up. Baseball-wise on the show today at 1.30, we're going to hear from voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who of course will be on that call uh, for tonight's Red Wolves Trojans tilt. So uh, he'll talk a little baseball with us and who knows what else we will dive into when he swings by for a visit again at one thirty. As far as today's com question, I want to know what is your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder? And what I mean by that, it could be, you know, a player out there or a team out there who went out and had one great season or one great game or one great series. And it was all anybody could talk about for a little bit, and then they kind of faded off into obscurity. Now, who knows if if the Lakers are currently dealing with that with, like, Rui Hachimura or with what Lonnie Walker did last night. Or, or some other guys. But today's question is actually inspired from, from baseball. And on this date in 2010, Dallas Braden threw not a no-hitter, but a perfect game. Of course, there is still a very, very, very short list across Major League Baseball of, of perfect games. Over 235,500 games ever played. And there have been 23 official perfect games. Dallas Braden is one of the guys on that list. As he threw his perfecto on today's date in 2010, at that point in time, it was the 19th perfect game in Major League history. And the Oakland Athletics won 4 to nothing over the Tampa Bay Rays. A score that in, in this year, the year of our Lord 2023, would be unthinkable. First off, the A's aren't beating anybody right now, let alone the Rays, who are far and away the best team in baseball. So, (laughs) wild to think about that for so many reasons. One, because again, the A's beating the Rays right now. Can't even wrap your head around it. And then two, in uh, the six, seven years maybe of the Workday Red Zone, this is probably the first time we've dropped Dallas Braden's name. Uh, Again, 19th perfect game in Major League history on today's date in 2010. Now, I don't know, I guess you kind of consider this like a, a one-hit wonder for, for Brayden, for Dallas Brayden. Now, certainly that was not the only game he ever played in in his career. He did pitch for five seasons in Major League Baseball, but, you know, he appeared in less than 100 games. He only had 79 career starts, and... While his numbers are not, you know, terrible, awful, with an ERA of 4.16, he'd actually be a perfect fit on this year's Cardinal staff. Uh, Actually be one of the better pitchers on this year's Cardinal staff. But overall, like, he didn't really do anything necessarily noteworthy in his career. He only had one season with a winning record where he was 5-4 and four and just had that big, perfect game. So I personally consider him... A little bit of a of a one-hit wonder. I, I guess he would be, maybe it'd be like the baseball equivalent of, of the Knack. My Sharona was not the only thing they ever did in their musical careers. But it was far and away the most noteworthy. So that's what we're looking for today. Again, what is your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder? You can weigh in with us at 930-3776 on the Rye Fiber Hotline, which is going to be open for most of today's show and then also, of course, on social media. Several things that we'll follow up on uh, throughout the course of today's program. Obviously, we'll talk a little A-State baseball with you. as uh, The Red Wolves get ready for that one tonight against Little Rock. Uh, We've got some NBA playoffs on the docket as well. Of course, we'll recap a Cardinals winner yesterday. As uh, Wilson Contreras had a a big game there, was a key part of that victory. And uh, so much more here over the course of the next couple of hours as well. phone lines are open at 9303776. We'll check in here in just a moment on the right fiber hotline before we take our first break of today's program. Aaron chimes in on Twitter and says, "Does David Freeze's magical October count?" Hmm. We'll get a judge's ruling as we go along. Let's go to the Riot Fiber Hotline. Who, who's with us?
3: Booker Power.
1: Hey, how are you?
3: Doing good, doing good. Um, I hate to bring it up because I love the Cardinals. About Rick and Keel.
1: Okay. Yeah. From by- about
3: Mark Mark the Bird Bidridge.
1: That would definitely be one.
3: Had a very short career, but I think he won 30. Uh, I don't know if he won 30 games, but he had a big year or two.
1: Let's see. I had to go back and, and check on his stats. So so his thing was when he was a rookie in 76, won the Rookie of the Year Award. And, just, mm-hmm. and had that monster year, had that had that uh, ERA just barely over two. And then I guess after that, did he get hurt pretty early in his career? Because he didn't pitch too much after that.
3: Yeah, he got hurt. Okay. He got hurt. And um, he was a one-hit wonder, really.
1: Yeah. He started... Very
3: popular one-hit wonder, but...
1: That rookie season, he started 29 games. And then the next four years of his career, he only started 27 combined.
3: Mm-hmm. And Ann Keel, I think we all remember his yeah. story. Uh, really sad because he had all the talent in the world, but uh, just you know,
1: you know, I kind of breakdown on the mound. I kind of see that though as a bittersweet story because, of course, you have the pitching aspect of it, which which did not end well. But to see the work that he put in to go back and reinvent himself and make it back to baseball in a completely and totally different path as an outfielder. Was uh was Proof. absolutely wild and, and still inspirational. So, um, definitely a well, it, an interesting career path there.
3: It uh, proves what uh you know pitching is all mental. Oh yeah, all mental. You don't have to have a two percent athletic ability. That's it. You got to be able to think on the mound. And some people overdo it. Some people have the knack. You know, you ask a pitcher what he's going to throw to um, Mike Schmidt on the first pitch. Well, it depends on how he's standing at the plate on that at-bat, you know. You can't you can't just predict what you're going to throw to somebody. Right. Oh, it depends on the way he's holding the bat, standing at the plate. And so the great ones can figure that out, and just the good ones can't.
1: No doubt about it. Good answers today I'm to good. get us started. We appreciate the phone call. Don't be a stranger, all right? All Hey, we'll see you. We're going to stay right here on the Riot Fiber Hotline. Starting to get some good answers. You all are in a baseball mindset to get things started. But let's see what Nathan throws at us. How are you?
4: Doing good, Kerri. How about
5: yourself? Hey,
1: doing well. Thank you for the phone call.
5: All right. Uh, I'm going to take you back about uh, about eight years or so. Isaiah Thomas with that big year he had for Boston before he got hurt.
1: Yeah. He was...
5: He was looking to sign a max deal that year. Then he got hurt in the playoffs.
1: He had just an absolutely insane, phenomenal run, and then just kind of fizzled. Which you were—I mean, you pointed out that he got hurt, but that year he had—he had a couple of years where he was an all-star, and then just kind of, kind of disappeared.
5: Yeah, yeah, he hasn't played over forty games since
1: is he wouldn't it okay didn't I, I had to pull up his stats cuz i wanted to see where all he has been since he had those back to back years uh it was there in boston and that one year where he averaged 29 points per game i forgot that he was that prolific of a scorer that year yes ma'am. but then after that cleveland la denver washington new orleans back to la dallas charlotte and uh, and out of the league
5: yeah, yeah. Pretty much, I, I I compare him to Steph Curry those those couple years. Steph got hot. Steph never cooled off, but Isaiah cooled off tremendously.
1: <laughs> tremendously. That's a good comparison yeah. though for that sixteen yeah. seventeen year because he absolutely went off, no doubt about it.
5: Yeah, he was playing great. He was he was about to sign a max contract, and he lost it all that injury.
1: That
5: but is... I appreciate you taking my call, Miss Carey. have a great day.
1: Hey, you too, Nathan. Thank you for the phone call. He throws out a basketball name, so we've got baseball and basketball represented. Who wants to throw out a football name with our question today? We'll let you all think about it again. Whether it's uh, one great season, one great game, however you want to frame it, what's your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder? We'll come back. We'll get ready for some baseball at the Tom tonight. That's what's on the docket next. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara.
4: Take that for data.
0: The Workday Red Zone on
5: the Ticket Radio Network. Ah, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers.
6: I'm Lori Cartwright. My roof was damaged in a hailstorm, and I needed help fast. I called Roof Raiders because many of my friends had used them with great results, and they came through for me as well. They showed up on time and had my roof and shed done in less than a day. I highly recommend Roof Raiders to get the job done well and
7: fast.
5: Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top.
7: Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our head. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking roofing. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com.
8: Guthrie's Golden Fried Chicken Fingers, America's original chicken finger restaurant, is now open in Jonesboro. Come find out for yourself what the craze is all about. From the sauce to the chicken fingers. Guthrie's is the rage. Fried golden brown, you'll know it's the best from the first taste. But don't take my word for it. Try it out right now on Caraway, right in front of Kroger. Open Sunday through Thursday from 1030 to 10 and Friday and Saturday 1030 to 11. Call 206-8215 to order out or inquire about catering. Guthrie's will make your event the best. What
9: are you looking for
8: in a dentist?
9: Experience? A friendly, caring staff? The latest in procedures and technology? You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adam have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance, so why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn.
10: Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer
8: Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes
0: two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. I
11: knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night. I decided to just go to sleep and get the night over with. But those guys came into the bedroom and got into a massive pillow fight. Let me tell you, it's not easy falling asleep when a sweaty little kid falls on you every five seconds. Even after the lights went out, Raleigh and his friends stayed up. A bunch of them snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs, and that was a mistake, because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. When the sun came up this morning, I found out the reason it was so cold. I was sleeping right by the sliding glass door, and some fool had gone and left it open overnight. That really stunk, because if I knew there was a way to escape last night, I definitely would have taken it. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Draw, by Jeff Kinney. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library and visit read.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council.
6: Hi, I'm Aaron Tippin.
12: During my career in the music business, I met all kinds of people, made lots of really good friends.
6: I know it can be hard to say no to your friends, but when it comes to drugs, there's no other way. Even prescription or over-the-counter drug abuse can prevent you from achieving your goals. So do yourself a favor when it comes to choosing whether or not to succumb to peer pressure
12: say yes to a drug-free life. This message is brought to you by the United States Air Force.
0: This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
1: back to the Workday Red Zone. We've got some A-State baseball to talk about here in a moment. But I guess uh, I guess you all are digging the question today so far. Brought to you by CavanaughCars.com. And again, we're asking you for your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder. So again, looking for a player or a team out there who had that one great season or they had that one great game or that one great playoff series. Several great answers already coming out on Twitter as well. But let's go back to the Right Fiber hotline here and check in with Iceman. How are you?
5: Uh, doing well. Um, when you asked about football, I was trying to figure out, would you like a game or a season or a or a series or a pull-off? Um, I can give you three quarterbacks. Number one is the current head coach of the Carolina Panthers maybe having the greatest game of all time, greatest comeback of all time, and potentially any sport, if you know who that guy is.
1: Who is with the Frank Jaguars? Wright. Okay, okay.
5: Frank Wright had... Uh, uh, I see the 36 or 41 points. He was down against the Oilers when he was with the Buffalo Bills. And Jim Kelly goes out with, I believe, a concussion in the first quarter. And Frank Reich brings them back for their second or third Super Bowl run. I can't remember which one it was. Anyways, so there's one for you for football yeah. for a season. Um, I would say probably Matt Castle. Okay. Probably a one-hit wonder for a season. Signed a pretty large contract after uh, that one season when Brady got hurt. Um, got him to the, well, no, they missed the playoffs that year, but had a, a 10-win season, which is, is always difficult in the NFL. And then for a postseason in football, you could always look at Nick Foles. Uh, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, and I don't know that he's ever really had a successful quote-unquote season in the NFL. Um, other than that, one
3: playoff
1: run. I don't think so either, and I think you recently just got cut again, like within, uh, the, yes,
3: within
1: the past so. week or so. So, yep. go, well, good oh. answers. Good, I ask, I ask for football answers, and you provided, and then some. I, uh,
5: you know, you, you try to please the best you can, and I've got <laughs> way too much useless information rolling around between my ears.
1: <laughs> well, that's what that's what the Riot fiber hotline is is good for. So <laughs> we we appreciate the feedback absolutely. Y'all you know, have a great day. Hey, you too. Thanks so much. Hey, ladies, the phone line's open at 9303776. When you have a comeback that is good enough to just be called the comeback, like the Bills over the Oilers in that game in 93, then, you know, you no know is a pretty big deal. The comeback. Good answers. Again, what uh, what's your favorite sports version of a one hit wonder? I'm still trying. I'm, I'm caught up on an answer here from Aaron on Twitter. He asked, "Does David Freeze's magical October count?" And I'm I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because clearly we'll be one David Freeze never had as significant a moment again in his career as. What he went out and, and did in, in 2011, particularly in that uh, world in that World Series, and of course with that with that monster home run in Game Six, but yet at the same time, he he still had success. I'm trying to like equate him to an 80s band in my head, <laughs> where clearly they have like that one defined hit, but they also had some maybe they had another like top 40. Another top forty uh, song or two along the way, because David Freeze did follow up that 2011 season with, you know, an all star appearance in 2012. He did bat almost 300 in 2012. But I do love talking about, you know, that David Freeze moment. I'm, I'm on the fence. We'll figure it out as we go along. Dan's with us on the Riot Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, doing well. Hey, Thank you for the phone my call. Kind of,
4: Mine's kind of a two parter, but first a backstory. Mm-hmm. 1990, August, residents of St. Louis for a series, and they're already in, in a great position to win the division. And, of course, they had Eric Davis, who was always injury-prone. So Saturday night, Saturday I night was sitting in the hotel lobby talking to some Reds fans, and I just made the made the suggestion that maybe that Herm Winningham should get one or two starts a week just to stay sharp just in case mm-hmm. of injuries. And I got trashed by Red fans saying that. So the next day a Sunday afternoon game, Herman Munningham starts, and he goes four for six with three triples and a double. Whoa. Then he eventually he, in this game four of the Ninety World Series, he gets a bunt single and scores the run that that won the won the series clicking game for him.
1: That's a uh, that's that's a pretty uh, high peak there <laughs> to have a a game winning Run there.
4: Uh, on, the, uh, on a non-personal level, uh, uh, Willie Parker in the Super Bowl against against Arizona. Okay. Thank you.
1: Hey, thanks, Dan. Appreciate the, the comments here. Asking for your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder. I like the early action on the phones here. 870-930-3776, the number to call on the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Checking in. Several several answers here on uh, on Twitter, but I want to share uh, specifically Chris's answer, who says, quote, every Dave Duncan reclamation project, end quote, which, of course, uh, Dave Duncan, I don't remember, I don't remember how many years, of course, Duncan was there in the dugout with the Cardinals as a pitching coach, of course, with, with La Russa and, and, you would see the Cardinals go out at, at the trade deadliner in the offseason and they pick up somebody off the scrap heap. But it wasn't, it, it didn't give you those ominous vibes like it does when they do it today because Dave Duncan had some kind of little, I, I don't know what kind of magic he had in his bag of tricks where he would just sprinkle some Dave Duncan over whoever came into that dugout, and then all of a sudden, not that they would magically morph into a Cy Young pitcher, but you'd have some good seasons there from guys that prior to that in their career were not known to be good pitchers. Of course, Chris Carpenter was certainly not a a you know, one-hit wonder, but he was a bit of a Dave Duncan reclamation project. Woody Williams, as Chris also mentioned, was a, a Dave Duncan reclamation project. My favorite one-hit wonder from Dave Duncan was Jeff Weaver. And not his full season there with the Cards, but specifically playoff Jeff Weaver was certainly uh, a one-hit wonder and somebody who was completely transformed by Dave Duncan. But we'll talk Cardinals later on. That's that's somewhere on the list. Uh, uh, we do still want to talk Arkansas State baseball. But let's go ahead and step aside and, and take a break. And we'll come back and, and try again to get ready for that game going on tonight at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. More on that after the break here on The Ticket.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network.
8: Crop prices falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. May corn at six forty one, down 15 fifteen and a half. With July corn at five eighty five and a quarter, down eleven and a quarter. May soybeans at fourteen fifty and a half, down eighteen and a quarter. With July soybeans at fourteen sixteen and a quarter, down seventeen and a half. May wheat at six twenty eight, down thirteen. With July wheat at six thirty eight and a quarter, down fifteen and three quarters. July cotton at eighty one oh two, down two twenty eight. With October cotton at eighty three eighty five, unchanged. July rice at eighteen fourteen and a half, down twenty two cents. September rice at fifteen thirty nine and a half, down two. Moving on to livestock now. June live cattle at 162.92.5, up 50, with August live cattle at one hundred sixty-eighty-two and a half, up 75. May feeder cattle at 204.17.5, up 75, with August feeder cattle at 224.52.5, up 142.5. May lane hogs at 76.12.5, up 50, with June hogs at 84.35, up 105. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers Emergence Bank, member FDIC, field tested and farmer
2: approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers Emergence Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas' ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers Emergence Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
4: Here's farmer and landowner, John Pruve.
13: We purchased the land about three years ago, and there was an old farmstead on there with trees, and we were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
6: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign are you thinking of
8: buying or selling land then you need a land specialist whitetail properties land specialist Chris Bennett is a northeast Arkansas top land agent and would love to talk to you about why landowners trust him to market and sell their property quickly for the best possible price whether you're looking to buy or sell hunting land farmland or even a rural home Chris has the experience and expertise to help you capitalize on the current land market conditions he also specializes in hard to waterfowl properties in northeast arkansas in this day and in this market you need a land specialist call chris today for a free no obligation market analysis of your property or for a private showing of some of the finest properties in northeast arkansas that's Chris Bennett, 870-819-7306, 870-819-7306, or visit whitetailproperties.com. That's whitetailproperties.com.
14: Did you know that First National Bank has been serving eastern Arkansas since 1886? For 135 years, we have been meeting the needs of eastern Arkansas. It's not only that we know your name. Those that have worked before us probably knew your great-grandparents' name. Banking definitely looked different then, but it is the same personal service that we ourselves in today. And as most banks have changed hands over time, we are still locally owned and operated. Consistency, stability, and community are what we are built on. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC.
7: Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red
0: Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Day red zone looking for the sports version today of soft sell if you know you know basically uh your favorite to sports one hit wonder uh, is uh, name one that's our capital cars, dot com question 9303776 also some good answers on twitter at Kara underscore richie one of the ones uh one of my favorites so far comes from mark who throws out Bo Hart. fantastic season in 2003 with the St. Louis Cardinals. Batted 277. And then batted 154 the season after that and was never really heard from again. Multiple ways you can weigh in. Hey, let's uh, let's switch topics for a moment and, and get ready for some baseball at the Tom tonight, though. As Arkansas State getting set to welcome in Little Rock in what will be a non conference matchup still kind of feels weird sometimes to say those words all together but hey that's how it's going to be from here on out uh little rock doing a, a decent in their first year with ovc baseball they're 12 and 5 in 27 and 17 overall and we'll look at some numbers this that and in the other but um as it's been the case the past few weeks in terms of non-conference matchups tonight doesn't necessarily matter a, a ton all you want to do is just go out and try and keep some momentum going following that Sunday win over ODU because now the look the next six conference games are really what what really matter. As Arkansas State of course is trying to still work their way back into that Sun Belt Conference tournament and is currently right now on the outside looking in. But certainly you can do some things tonight to help you continue to have that momentum and and by do some things tonight. I basically mean can can Brandon Hager stay hot? <laughs> he has been, uh, well, not necessarily the the whole of the Red Wolves offense. Certainly not. You know, we saw a Cross Jumper hit a home run or excuse me, grand slam. Don't want to slide him over the weekend. We've seen several other players hot in that lineup, but but nobody is is hotter than than Brandon Hager. Um, he had, you know, that home run streak going on uh, as he added to it Friday night 12th home run of the year Friday night uh, as he hit a grand slam in that game had not one but two big bananas over the weekend on Friday and Sunday two different players uh, that were able to to add to that but Hager currently has a 35 game on base streak so even though the Red Wolves didn't score any runs um, Saturday in that tough luck loss and, and he also did not get a hit he did draw a walk and then of course had big games on both Friday and, and Saturday kind of sandwiched in there. Like he leads the team in in, well, all the offense basically. <laughs> he leads the team in batting average. He leads the team in slugging percentage. He leads the team in on base percentage, in OPS, in home runs, in RBI, in total bases. He has also taken more for the team than anybody else. As he also leads the team in, in hit by pitch. So, <laughs> so this has kind of been the year for for Brandon Hager, and I'm just interested to see where he is going to to finish up here on uh, on this home run list. And he's hit 12 so far this year. Of course, you add that to the 10 that he hit last year, that means, you know, 10 plus 12, you all can do the math. That means he's got 22 on, on the the career. And so he's now tied for fifth all time on the, the home run career list. And with, you know, all of these games taking place at the time, that's that's a notable feat. And that's what's kind of been impressive about Hager as of late. He seemed to do just as well with the long ball in in Jonesboro as he has on the road. Um, of course, when it does get a little bit warmer, you do see balls start to fly out of the tom a little bit uh, with a little bit more frequency. And of course, you don't have a never ending wind blowing in like you do in in February and March. And uh, he has certainly been been thriving as of late. Might have to do some heavy lifting tonight. We'll see. Uh, Because, you know, you just look at the statistical uh, comparison between the Red Wolves and the Trojans and and the Little Rock uh, Trojans have a fairly sizable advantage in several different aspects statistically, um, including, you know, batting average and and on-base percentage and and slugging. So, you know, on paper, they hit it a little bit better than A-State does. On paper, they they throw it a little bit better than than A-State does, although A-State does have the edge in fielding percentage when you look at just the, the three main statistical categories there. I don't know what pitching will look like tonight for A-State. If it is like uh, the some of the previous games, it's going to be primarily a bullpen game, which uh, would, would not be surprising. Um, on paper, you know, this is not exactly going to be a, a matchup of aces as A-State is going to start lefty Jacob Frederick. Um, the ERA is a little high there, over 7, but Little Rock's going to counter with uh, righty Eric McKnight, who has an ERA over 10. So... He also does not have, I don't know how many innings he has, 10 strikeouts, 7 walks, probably not very many. So, uh, Little Rock looks like they're going a little bit deeper into the bullpen bag tonight for for this one. A-State, you do hope they can get a little payback again. They haven't lost to Little Rock this season. As they were scheduled to play on April 26th, that was just a game where Little Rock kind of decided to cancel. And... When the home team decides to cancel, it's not like you can force them into it. If I'm recalling correctly, that was a day where there were there was a little bit of rain in the forecast, but it was only like 30% or so. But ultimately, didn't get played. They're gonna be meeting tonight in Jones instead. So again, it's not it's not a conference game anymore. But it's still one that you certainly want to win and, and be able to keep that momentum. Going or start or actually more uh, more specifically start to build some momentum because this is not exactly a team on a streak. They did win once, uh, one on Sunday, and they need to be able to start a winning streak as they get into conference play. If you're looking at other things, you know this team can play for right now. This moment, A State is is not last in RPI in the Sun Belt. You'd like to be able to avoid the seller Uh, Little Rock is, is ranked quite a bit higher in RPI than A-State is. So you win tonight, you get a boost there as well. And, uh, who knows, maybe by the end of it, you could also jump, uh, Marshall in addition to just ULM in the UP, in the RPI rankings, which I think that'd be all right. Looking elsewhere, uh, well, let me reiterate, six o'clock tonight is when that one gets underway. So 545 is your first pitch time here on the ticket. Of course, it is a $2 Tuesday, which is something they've been doing at the Tom all season long. So it's $2 general admission tickets. But then you also have a special $2 concession item as well. And tonight it's ice cream bars. Which I don't know if you all have noticed. But it's gotten dramatically warmer <laughs> this week than last week. So two bucks for for some ice cream. Sounds like a pretty good deal for me. Six o'clock at the Tom. Looking elsewhere around... The conference. I was kind of just intrigued to see if there were any games on tap around the league that would have you know significant tournament repercussions. I think the last couple of projections I've seen from some of the different baseball sites have four four different Sun Belt teams that will be in the NCAA tournament. Of course, Coastal Carolina is uh, the the top ranked team in the league from an RPI standpoint. They've been in the top ten for a minute now, but then uh, kind of closing in on them a little bit. You know, Southern Miss has won ten games in a row, so they have worked their way into that conversation as well. And by the way, ULM I think this weekend plays. They don't have a midweek, and they play ULM. So Southern Miss is going to end up this time next week on a thirteen game win streak. There, There's just no way, there's no way they're going to lose a game to, UP, uh, to, to ULM. I'm fairly confident. Watch me end up being wrong, which would not be the first time in this show, not by a long shot. But I just cannot wrap my head around how Southern Miss baseball would actually lose one to ULM this weekend. But uh, Southern Miss, as well as Coastal Carolina, Texas State, and Troy, all expected to make the Sun Belt, tur- or excuse me, not the Sun Belt, uh, but the NCAA Tournament based on some different projections that I've seen. I don't really think there's anybody else there that's, that's really on the cusp. Old EU, Georgia, Southern Louisiana, they rank ranked 70, 71, 72 in RPI. Despite taking two of three over the weekend from A-State, the Monarchs RPI dropped 10 spots and probably has them now for sure on the outside looking in. So nothing necessarily seismic. going on in the Sun Belt tonight in terms of non-conference play. I am kind of interested. I'll probably scoreboard watch a little bit uh, regarding that uh, Troy's game because Troy Troy tonight is taking on Alabama. And I'm wondering where that game is being played. If I guess that game's at a, a neutral site. Perhaps is it's listed as a versus game. Troy versus Alabama. Whereas everything else on this... Uh, Site has uh, clearly has a home team designated. So I wonder where they're playing that one tonight. Of course, uh, Troy is, is having a pretty good season. And of course, we have talked a lot about Alabama baseball over the past week, significantly more than at any other time before in program history. Of course, due to the situation there with uh, that gambling investigation with Alabama baseball quickly firing their head coach and and uh, the fallout there. I'll probably check in on that score later. And of course, we'll talk baseball with you tomorrow. On the show as well as we recap a state and uh and little rock and see what else has happened in the college baseball world but I tell you what let's go ahead and step aside we've got one more break to take this hour we will dive into it uh, we will have phone lines open during the break 9303776 what is your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder we'll be back right after this here on the ticket
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it.
4: All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone.
15: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.
0: In the NBA, star
15: players will take you deep into the playoffs. But in order to win a title, you're going to need role players to play big. And at points, you're going to need them to excel. Look at Matthew Della with the Cavs in 2016, or John Paxson for the Bulls in 1993. Coming into the season, that looked like a potential weakness for the Lakers. But after a slew of trades at the deadline, LA now has plenty of depth to fall back on. Just look at what happened in this year's playoffs. Rui Hachimura. Murray scored 29 against the Grizzlies. Austin Reeves scored 20 or more in three different games. And last night, Lonnie Walker dropped 15 to help the Lakers escape with a victory in game four, 15 in the final quarter. Even with LA up 3-1, it's going to be hard to count out Steph and Clay. But with the emergence of LA's bench, the Lakers may finally have the looks of a championship caliber team. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
13: Wolves. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies 200 West Main, building 39 in Truman and call 870 418 7
6: This is the sound of someone correctly installing a car seat. And this is the
1: sound of someone incorrectly installing a car seat. Correctly. Incorrectly. Hear the difference? No? That's because installing a car seat incorrectly is terribly easy. So much so, 75% of adults install them
9: wrong. For simple instructions on how to get it right, visit BuckleUpForLife.org. Ah, perfectly executed. Brought to you by Le Children's Hospital.
0: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776.
1: 930-3776, as you just heard, is the number on the right fiber hotline asking you today for your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder. Somebody who had that one great game or that one great season. Or that one great moment. David Tyree helmet catch. But uh, some great answers today so far on social media and on the phones as well. By the way, the, the inspiration for today's question of the day was, uh, was Dallas Braden, who threw a, not just a no-hitter, he threw a perfect game on this date in 2010. And I guess I didn't realize uh, until I started looking back over the list. It's now been almost 11 years since we've seen a perfect game in Major League Baseball. There was that crazy stretch where there, there were six from 2009 and 2012. And something like that happens. You're like, oh, we're about to see these, you know, every week. This is going to be totally commonplace. You know, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's happening. And then, yeah, not uh, we have not seen one since 2012. Any guess whatsoever, Alex, on who the last pitcher would have been 2012 to have thrown a perfect game? In 2012,
2: mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be such a blatantly obvious answer once you say it. I'm blanking. Who? Who's it? It was
1: Felix Hernandez.
2: Okay, yeah, it's that obvious answer. Yeah, great. one. Great.
1: Well, what's fascinating about about the list of of perfect game throwers is that you know you do have some guys that that everybody remembers being dominant. Guys like Roy Halladay. Yep. Guys like Randy Johnson. Guys, I mean Cy Young threw a perfect oh, yeah. game, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you've guys, you've got guys like Dallas Braden. You've got Philip Humber. You've got Burley who was Mark Burley, who was was always solid throughout his career, but he was never – it's just very random. I I love it because it just shows you over and over. Like, baseball is just such a weird game. Sure, you've got guys on here you expect to see, but there's also guys on here that I would 100% have to Google because I've never heard of them until I was – so I was summing through this list earlier
2: well so you're right it's such a weird game like anybody can be you know hot at the right time or get hot at the right time and it's so unpredictable i remember i think it was two thousand i don't know nine ten or and you know, we had an Arkans and Travis wood from Bryant. he was a pitcher for the I believe at the time it was the Philly no the Reds I think it's like Phillies and Reds I think and uh, he was on pace to pitch either a no hitter or a perfect game and lost it like in the top of the ninth wow. or top of the tenth like i mean it was so, so close. There was no hitter a perfect game, but yeah. he was pitching really, really well. And then still won a World Series with the, with the Cubs when, when they won in 2015-16. Actually hit a couple home runs during that postseason run. But, you know, he wasn't a, a, a you know elite pitcher by any means, but one random day yeah. he was a starter and nearly had no hitter.
1: It's also, again, weird to go back and look at, at how these are grouped together. So in 2009 is when Burley threw his. In 2010, you had Dallas Braden and Roy Halladay, yeah. both throw perfect games and again at that point in time that was like the uh those two that happened in let's see there's 23 all day so you had two that happened in in 2010 so those were the 19th and 20th ever ever perfect games in in baseball history and then we saw not one not two but three that happened in 2012 so you had 21 22 and three and 23 that happened within a four month span wow in 2012 that's crazy and we have not seen one since.
2: I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah,
1: eleven August fifteenth, two thousand and twelve, is when Felix Hernandez threw a hundred and thirteen pitches, twelve strikeouts, and uh, his Seattle Mariners blanked the Rays one to nothing.
2: <laughs> wow, that's crazy.
1: It is crazy, and yeah, have not seen one in. Eleven years.
2: I guess I was, you know, I guess you just kind of lose track. Like we've seen plenty of no hitters since, yeah, then, obviously, but the yeah. perfect game. No, it is, I, I didn't realize it's been that long. That's insane.
1: There have been. Uh, I'm about to end up on a Wikipedia wormhole here. <laughs> right. We started talking about this. There have also been 13 occasions where a perfect game has been spoiled by the 27th batter.
2: Ah. Uh. That is crushing.
1: The most recent, uh, a couple of those that have happened in the past decade, you know, since that Felix Hernandez Mm -hmm. uh, perfect game. So you Darvish in 2013 was one of those guys that uh, had that perfect game ruined by the the 27th batter. Yeah. Max Scherzer, who is certainly Mm -hmm. a guy who who clearly has the stuff to be able to do so. He retired the first 26 Pirates before uh, pitch hitter Jose Tabata was able to reach on a two and two count. But also uh, you've also got y Yasmiro Pettit, who is not somebody I am super familiar no, with. No, <laughs> I
2: wouldn't say I am either
1: <laughs> who was one out of way in two thousand and thirteen.
2: Who was the pitcher for do we remember the Tigers uh that almost had a no 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 a perfect game and then the, the ump
1: was it the Tigers or the Rockies? I because I, I know the exactly who you're talking about.
2: And like the I can't remember the 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 ump, the first base umpire Ruled the guy safe, and and if you go back and watch the replay, well, that was before they had replay, like that you could challenge or whatever. He was clearly out. I mean, clearly had his foot on the bag, and it took away his perfect game on the last batter.
1: I do know exactly who you're talking about, and I cannot remember the name of that player. And Google will fix that for us. Yes, here in just uh, a minute or two. I'm blanking
2: on the name, but yeah, I I remember watching that live, and just I mean, just I I was like, that was like 2010, 2011, I think it was a long time ago, but just how heartbreaking that was. I feel like I should know the name. Like, it's going to be someone that I know. Kind of like Felix Hernandez. But I'm trying to remember who it was. But... It kind of... I, I, I almost... Didn't... Wasn't the reason that replay got initiated, but, like... If you if you had the rules we had now, you could, like... And, and that happens. You go back, review it. It's like, okay, good. Perfect. Game's intact. Game over. Like, that's how it should have been. But... And they took it away, which is that was just heartbreaking, just crushing.
1: And and you were right uh, with it being the, the Tigers because it was Armando Galarraga.
2: Gotcha. Okay. There you go.
1: And uh, his bid for a perfect game was ruined when Jim Joyce incorrectly ruled Jim Joyce, yeah. that yeah. Indians batter Jason Donald reached base safely. And uh, yeah. So that was all the way back in 2010.
2: Okay. Which, nailed, nailed the year. Yeah, All right, got that yeah. right.
1: Uh but he was he was almost a, a bit of a one-hit wonder himself. As He played for a few more teams after that. In fact, he moved around a lot after that. He recorded a 28 out perfect game is what that was jokingly dubbed. <laughs> yeah. And then uh he was actually DFA'd after that season.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: So he continued to play um, he, was, he was DFA'd in that offseason, but he did end up with the Diamondbacks. I guess he cleared waivers and everything and, and ended up back with the Tigers then traded to the Diamondbacks, then uh, spent the rest of 2011 with the Reno Aces, spent a little bit of time, uh, a short amount of time with the Orioles, then the Astros, then the Reds, then the Rockies, then the Rangers, then the China Trust Brother Elephants. Which that escalated quickly, but there is wow, yeah. all the history none of you ask for today on Armando Galarraga.
2: There you go, A little history lesson. Yeah, what you get here at the word Day Red right? so, Look, I
1: know we'd end yeah. up kind of on some random topics today with the the one hit wonder question, but no, they're fun. Yeah, it is fun. Alex, thanks for your help today. Appreciate
2: it. You got it. See you tomorrow.
1: Hey, we still got an hour to go uh, here on the rest of the show, so we will continue to look forward to to your answers as well uh, regarding sports one hit wonders. We've also got. A chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, coming up at one thirty. So that's on the docket. Some Cardinal talk, some playoff talk all on the way as well. Hope you keep it here with us for another hour of the show on the Ticket Radio Network. <laughs>
6: This is Will Oswalt, on your Tuesday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Service. An old familiar foe returns to Jonesboro this evening as Arkansas State Baseball hosts the Little Rock Trojans at Tomlinson Stadium-Kell Field. The first game of the scheduled home-and-home series two weeks ago in Little Rock was canceled due to rain. First pitch this evening at 6, pregame 545 here on the Ticket Radio Network. Meanwhile, Arkansas moves up to third in five of the six major college baseball polls this week after their weekend sweep over Mississippi State, their fourth in the other major poll. They'll host South Carolina in their final home series of the year Friday through Sunday in Fayetteville and then travel to Vanderbilt for the final series of the season next Thursday through Saturday in Nashville. And Cardinal fans are celebrating a miracle, a winning streak. They won their second in a row last night thanks to two RBI from former Cub Wilson Contreras and a 3-1 victory over Chicago at Wrigley Field. Game two of the series this evening, 5.45 pregame on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at plans of tire service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
13: Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only 49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you You can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99. And at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction
7: is guaranteed. There are major savings in May at Local Tire and Wheel. As we celebrate Memorial Day with Memorial Day deals all month long. All military veterans and all active military members get 25% off a new set of tires. And 25% off Tire and Wheel packages this month at Local Tire and Wheel. And in honor of our military men and women, all customers get 15% off a new set of tires or Tire and Wheel packages. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget. No credit check. Everyone approves. In six months, same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers referral cash back. When current customers refer new customers to us, we'll give you $50 in referral cash on the spot. And in May, all military members and veterans get 25% off. And all new customers get 15% off. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 at South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel, Jonesboro. Playing
15: against sports wants to pay you money
8: now that i have your attention play it
15: again sports in jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment you heard me right if you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used bring it to play it again sports now they're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment golf weights and workout equipment disc golf you name it play it again sports can turn it into cash for you go by play it again sports at the corner of highland and caraway in jonesboro
7: Warmer weather is here, and it's time to stock up on everything you need for those cookouts, lake trips, get-togethers, and everything else. Mr. T's will make those warm weather days even better with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. So make the short drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly.
0: Mr. T's at Riverside.
7: In
3: times
10: of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid, and helping to rebuild lives. Learn more at worldvision.org.
0: This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the workday red zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
3: Stay red, zone. we've
1: made it all the way through one whole hour, which means we have one whole hour left. I think we'll be all right. Got some great things coming up this hour, including a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, that will come your way 1.30 as he joins us in studio. We'll see if maybe he weighs in on the KavanaughCars.com question. We'll find out. But, uh, hey, first, let us welcome in Ryan James to the program as he will be producing an hour or two. You doing all right?
12: Great to be here on a nice Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, an right. accountant for is doing good.
1: Okay. All right. Fun times. By the way, the uh, all-NBA defensive selections are out. Dylan Brooks named to the second team. Let's see if they announced the first team yet. I would expect another Grizzly to be on that as well. You would certainly think as the NBA communications team is putting this out uh, pretty much right now. And yes, Jaron Jackson Jr. is on the first team, Dylan Brooks on the second team. And those are the two Grizzlies that are represented. We will uh, talk more basketball in a moment, though, as I do want to get caught up on what Austin Reeves did in Game 4 of Lakers-Warriors, but uh, that'll come your way in a moment. Do you want to throw back out the CavanaughCars.com question? I got some great feedback on it, by the way, on the phones and on Twitter in Hour 1. Asking you today, who or what is your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder? That is, you know, whether you're looking at one great season or one great game. Who gets your vote there? TJ weighs in on Twitter at camera underscore Richie. Kevin Mass Of the 1990 Yankees. So a lot of uh, a lot of baseball votes so far on twitter but you all have been uh, all over the place on the phones have enjoyed it eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call on the right fiber hotline right about this time yesterday i was starting a, a fairly lengthy spiel about uh, my current cardinals thoughts and uh Everything going on with Wilson Contreras and his move from catcher to DH to whatever they're trying to do. And my frustrations with the Cardinals front office and blah, 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 blah. And and I'm still probably a little bit in my feelings about it. But thankfully, one person that is not is, in fact, Wilson Contreras, who I'm sure behind the scenes is not overly thrilled (laughs) with what is going on in St. Louis. However, he certainly did not play like it. Last night, as uh, whether it was you know being motivated with a chip on his shoulder, whether it was being motivated by being rac- back in Wrigley Field, where of course he spent all of his career prior to this season, um, Wilson Contreras played played well last night. He had a key double, a key fielder's choice that added an insurance run late. He actually scored the Cardinals' first run of the day as. It was a team effort in a 3-1 to one victory over Chicago. So, most notably, that's the first time this season the Cardinals have started a series with a win. So, that's huge. And then, two, just any time right now with this team where you can talk about what happened on the field as opposed to everything that's going on off of it, uh, that's big as well. So, a 3-1 to one win last night. The Cardinals... Have now won back to back games. I know one more and it'll be a winning streak, which is wild. And uh, the Cardinals improved to twelve and twenty five with the victory. But we'll talk. We'll continue to talk positives here with this one. Is again a big day for Wilson Contreras. A run scored, two runs batted in on a two hit day. Miles Michaelis. Like, he just needs to go deeper into games. You can't throw 96 pitches in four and a third innings. That's not a successful start, even if you are able to keep the opposition off the scoreboard. You just have to be able to perform better than that. The Cardinals, most notably in terms of pitching last night, got good Jordan Hicks, uh, which has been, for the most part, something they've seen over the past few weeks. Of course, he did have that snafu uh, last week that allowed a comeback... Loss or, or led to a, a comeback loss from the opposition. But this was good Jordan Hicks. Two innings pitch, just one walk, two starting outs, did not allow a hit. And, you know, almost kept everybody off the bases, which is which is what you need to do out of the bullpen. Ryan Helsley did keep everybody off the bases in his final one and a third. So you had just uh, some good bullpen um, outings there late. That led to led to the win. And positively, positivity is certainly what this team needs right now. After such a goofy, goofy week, um, when you look at <laughs> what uh, what is going on, you know, off of the field, read a lot of artic- articles over the past twenty four hours with numerous different, I guess, local and also national media sources kind of ripping St. Louis at the front office. One of those notably Bernie Miklis, who has covered the team for forever and forever and forever. He wrote for the Post-Dispatch for a while, wrote for several other St. Louis sports entities, and, and, and now writes for scoops for Danny Mac. And he, he echoed a lot of what we saw, what we said yesterday in terms of kind of pointing the finger. At pointing the finger, excuse me, at this Cardinals front office. And particularly, you know, John Mazalak and, and Ollie Marmol. There was one comment, not in Bernie Mickles' article, but also in, in one from Ken Rosenthal as well. Actually, there were comments in both that really stand out about the front office's approach to this whole pitching and catching and everything else situation. This one jumps out from from Miklis' article. As it was actually a quote from Mazalek during a recent interview with with Tom Ackerman on KMOX. And Mzalek was asked about, you know, the, the multiple issues with this team this year. And he said, quote, again, I do not feel like the starting pitching is our reason. We're not having a better record right now. I think it's a collection of a lot of things, end quote. Well, yeah, sure. The offense is performing, The defense has not been as good as it should be. But it it almost all goes back to the starting pitching. So to see this leadership group continue to double down on the fact that, you know, the starting pitching is fine is just, I mean, I feel like they're trying to gaslight the fans. We all know that the pitching is not fine. It would not have been fine no matter who was behind the dish. Would it have perhaps been a little bit better with Yachty back there calling the games? I mean, sure. He was very, very good at what he did for a very long time. But ultimately... This was never going to be one of the better rotations in baseball. From an article that uh, Ken Rosenthal wrote for The Athletic, one of the things he did is, is yesterday you talked about how the signing of Contreras was always a little bit of a questionable fit. Again, something we touched on yesterday, but there's also some nuggets that Rosenthal threw out at the end where he talked about some other questionable free agent signings under Mazaloc that include but are not limited to players like Dexter Fowler and Mike Leak and Brett Cecil. I kind of forgot about Brett Cecil, probably on purpose. <laughs> but... It, it's kind of interesting that the same front office that can go out and do so well in at times going out and, and acquiring these big names via trade. I mean, look, the, the I will never, ever complain about the Goldschmidt or the Arenado trades. Those were great trades. Basically, the Cardinals went out and fleeced their trade partners. But the free agent signings? Eh. There's been some misses there. In additional news, you know, regarding the Contreras catching everything else situation, did see some comments yesterday from Adam Wainwright saying that he and and Flair met with Contreras and kind of poured into him, was the comment, and basically poured into him. that's, That's a positive comment. They wanted to just try and build him up and encourage him and things like that and i mean who knows i guess it worked at least it did last night we'll talk more about um what's going to unfold with the rest of this series at wrigley field here in just a moment of course we've got a game coming up tonight as well do want to at least touch on the starting pitching there but let's go to the folks trey is with us on the riot fiber hotline how are you
12: i'm good Kara. how are y'all
1: hey doing well thank you for the phone call
12: Absolutely. What's uh, the question of the day on the docket today?
1: Hey, what's your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder?
12: Oh, wow. I think for the longest time before they had a stupid second movie come out, it was probably The Bench warmers.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Sports, not sports movie. I mean, like, real oh, life. Oh, Like a player or a team or a season, something along those lines.
12: Oh, gosh. uh, We
1: can let you think about uh, it for a minute.
12: Yeah. um, But anyway, real quick, uh, and I'll get back to that and let you go. But uh, I was glad that the Cardinals finally got that first series win of the year last night. Um, Kind of like weight off the shoulders. But at the same time, there's still like 16 games low 500 you're close something in that area and it's uh it's rough and uh, nothing better than beating the Cubs and I'll proudly say that to Kay Carlson until the day I die that it's always good beating the Cubs and um uh, but uh I was glad to see Contreras kind of get that one hit last night that really kind of just you know shattered all the uh uh talks around him and everything I thought it was you know good for the just a good game in general for the team. Yeah. Ollie actually did a good job managing the game. And, um, you know, and then another thing I was thinking of was, what is it with Cardinals baseball when we get all of these good guys, we send them down, we and then we bring them back up for a time being, and then we let them go, a.k.a. guys like Alcantara, you know, and then Ozuna, and then – uh, a Rosa Reina, and you look at all those guys, and now they're blasting and going to the moon with all these other teams. I'm like, is that like a Cardinals curse that the Cardinals will always have?
1: It's like the reverse of Duncan. You know, when Dave Duncan was the pitching coach, they could go in and bring in anybody, and they would ma- and he- they would be successful for a season under Duncan, and then they'd go somewhere else and they'd stink. This is the opposite of that.
12: <laughs> yeah, like Jason Mott, for example. I mean, you just look at what he – accomplished for the Cardinals in those world championship years and, you know, those trips to the World Series and the NLCS. And I mean, he was our guy before. It's like, oh, we don't need Jason Mott or Dave Duncan anymore. And, you know, so we'll just get rid of them. And when have have the Cardinals had that one good consistent closer for, you know, a good three or four years? They haven't. Well, They've had to,
1: go to be fair,
12: between
1: with the exception of Mariano Rivera, there's not very many closers out there that have back to back to back phenomenal years. Closers closers go haywire quickly and more wildly than numerous other positions across both baseball and sports.
12: Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can you know understand that statement, but you know I'm just like. Man, the Cardinals, for you know, a while, it's like they had these weird, weird bi- pitching bullpens, but they always made it work, especially when it came to the postseason, when they maybe weren't the hottest team, or maybe they had the best pitching, they made it work, but nowadays it's just like, what are we doing, you know? And it's just a big a big scratch head-scratcher, and I'll always uh, – You know, reminisce on the 2011 to 2014 because I'm like, man, those were three, four good years of Cardinals baseball. But, uh, anyway, back to the one-hit wonder, and I'll let you go. Uh, I just think, I guess, of 2006, you look at Cardinals Sotaguchi.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. We'll take it.
12: Yeah, the— so Taguchi, he hits that home run in the NLCS against the Mets and really that kind of shifted the tides if you look at it because he comes off the bench and then he goes and plays left field and makes some great defensive plays and the rest is history, you know. that We left that Mets fan base very disappointed and very agitated. I'm happy to say it. But anyway, Kerry, y'all have a good one.
1: Hey, you too, Trey. Nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call. Looking at tonight's Cardinal matchup, um, Flair on the bump for the Birds. Uh, very disappointing season there. I guess the, the good news with Flaherty is he has actually been a little bit better on the road than he has been in St. Louis. But he's right now coming off a back to back to back to back, not exactly great starts. Last time he was kind of competent. It was a few weeks back when he pitched in Seattle. Did turn in a quality start there. But, I mean, his last time out, he just got annihilated. Just annihilated by the Angels. And if you're going to, uh, really, if anybody right now in, in this Cardinals rotation is going to critique how somebody else in that dugout is doing their job, then they need to step up themselves first. I don't know how vocal Flair has been in terms of the Contreras situation. You know, it does sound like he was part of the conversation with Adam Wainwright that actually encouraged Contreras. But Flair has just got to execute better, period, full stop. 6.40 tonight, 95.9 the Wolf. Let's step aside, take a break here. We'll come back, check in on the NBA playoffs right after this here on The Ticket.
0: The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis.
16: And when you speak of me, speak well.
0: Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone
14: Parents, are you looking for a fun and exciting way to keep your kids active and creative during summer break? Look no further. Summer registration at the Foundation of Arts is now open! In addition to our year-round classes, we offer summer camp opportunities in dance, art, and theater for all ages, starting at three years old. Want to learn to dance like a prince or princess? We've got you covered. How about learning different art styles and techniques? We've got that too. And let's not forget our always popular Young Artist Theater program designed just for kids. You can go from camp to a full-on stage musical production on the Forum Theater stage is the grand finale. At the Foundation of Arts, our knowledgeable, energetic instructors will guide your child every step of the way, helping build confidence and valuable life skills while cultivating artistic expression. Don't wait. Register your child for summer classes today. Enroll at foajonesworld.org. Give us a call at 870-935-2726 or visit us in person at the Forum Theater in downtown Jonesboro. Your child will thank you.
8: The Foundation of Arts is sponsored by Arkansas Arts Council, Jonesboro A&P, and East Arkansas. Arkansas broadcasters.
13: Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced hassle-free staff at Nebo with a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Check out the inventory and apply for credit online at neboauto.com and go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass.
7: Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. All right. Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and I gotta be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start.
16: I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from.
7: I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they
16: have wired and non-wired bras. Bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn & Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing
7: she would love Honey Hush.
16: Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear.
7: But what if I don't know my wife's sizes?
16: That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings.
7: Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush.
16: Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush.
3: Oh.
10: kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them parents grandparents teachers coaches and more they want to know you're listening and they want to listen to you they want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics when it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations as well as how and why as a young person they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in sixty one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, Visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. When
3: you need me, I'll be by your side.
0: On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Ten minutes out from a conversation with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, though, Kara, Richie, Ryan, James with you in Studio 9303-776, the number to call your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder. A couple of votes for Bo Hart out there. I like that one. But that's kind of, that's, look, that's where, the direction that we're talking here. One season or one game Wes, of course, uh, brings up Lynn Sanity from the NBA, which is the first one that I think about when we're talking NBA. But who knows? Maybe one of these Lakers <laughs> that's stepping up in the past couple of weeks is, is going to be a future answer to this question. Last night, L.A. down seven, entering the fourth quarter. Then they go on a nine-zero 0 run. Then Lonnie Walker takes over. And the Lakers come out on top, 104-101. They're now up in that series three games to one. And while Lonnie Walker is, is the big story of last night's game because of how incredible incredibly he per- performed in the fourth quarter there, what really stands out to me is, well, Anthony Davis. Now, this shouldn't be exactly shocking. He's supposed to stand out. He finished with 23-15 and 15 last night, but... Over and over, we've highlighted how it seems like every other game, Anthony Davis just takes the night off. And it's led to games throughout the the Lakers' playoff run so far where he's been outplayed by Xavier Tillman, where he's been outplayed by Jermichael Green. And what happened? Well, now we've seen Anthony Davis put together incredibly solid performances in back-to-back games for really the first time in the 2023 playoffs. Because, of course, he had a phenomenal game uh, flashing back to that game three win where the Lakers just annihilated Golden State. And so now that this has happened, I'm I'm on board for the Lakers winning this series. I know that three o three a three to one lead um is not insurmountable, especially not by the Warriors, who we know they are capable of getting hot quickly. And then also the Lakers or excuse me, the Warriors are one of the teams who have been able to go back and, and overcome a three to one deficit before. Now, it's been a minute since that happened. But, you know, that was a team that did have Steph Curry on it. So, it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility that the Warriors could come back. But, Anthony Davis is not about to have three more clunkers in this series. And when he is on, more often than not, the Lakers win. I was really excited to see Austin Reeves have a overall solid game last night. Um, he had not really... Shot it well so far in this series. He just looked a little fatigued. And, I mean, that's understandable. That game last night, I mean, the the Lakers have played 90 games this year. So, significantly more games than he ever played during his collegiate or high school career to season. And then also, you know, when he did play for Oklahoma and... Wichita State and Cedar Ridge, he was not chasing around players the caliber of Clay Thompson and, and Desmond Bain. And that's what he's been tasked with over the past few years. So uh, he just looked better. Um, he didn't have a great first half, but then he went out in, in that third quarter where the Warriors started to surge a little bit, and he had 10 points and two assists and one steal just in that third quarter. And then we saw Lonnie Walker you know, take over there in the fourth to be able to close things out and, and keep the Lakers um, ahead there. But 21 points is what Reeves finished with last night. 7 from 15 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3. Also had 4 assists and a couple of rebounds, a couple steals as well. So I, I did see a clip from Reeves, I guess in the postgame last night, where he mentioned that uh, a couple of nights ago, or I guess uh, maybe the practice before, game 4, he had wanted to stick around after the practice and, and shoot a little bit. And his teammates, coaches, told him no. <laughs> They're like, dude, go home. You're fatigued. You go put the feet up. Go rest. And uh, clearly the veterans knew best. As he finished with 21 points. Steph Curry. Triple-double. Didn't matter. And now this one will head back to Golden State uh, tomorrow. Look at what's on tap in the association tonight. 76ers and Celtics. Pivotal. Game 5 at 6.30 on TNT. Also a pivotal game 5 going on for the Suns and the Nuggets. That will be the nightcap at 9 on TNT. And the Suns are once again going to be without Chris Paul. He's missed games 2, 3, and 4. Uh, clearly they've hung in there. Also in this game, it was a bit of a question as to whether or not Jokic might be suspended for that shove of the Suns' owner. But he will not. So, again, two pivotal game fives on tap. Very excited about it. Very excited about our next segment as well as we're going to welcome in Voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz to the program, but we need to step aside first. We'll dive into that when we return right here on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara.
1: Take that for data.
0: The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket
10: Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203 0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed
7: now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. If you're craving a sweet, delicious, mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro.
16: Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey, Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials
1: are pink velvet
16: cake, hazelnut mudslide, mom's recipe, Raspberry butter
1: cake, lemon cheesecake, and, of course, their signature milk chocolate chip.
7: Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com.
9: You'll eat every last crumb. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, check out David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Cubicles, desks, seating, design layout, space planning, and more. David Martin Office Interiors is also a full-service home dealer. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross the finish line. Located next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy, call them at 972-0180 or online at dmi-office.com. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. Imani wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude. Everything was perfect until that day when she was five weeks old.
10: That's when, you know, every parent's worst nightmare kind of came into fruition.
14: So there was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor, but St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us the ultimate gift in this world, which was hope restored. When, you know, me and my wife were here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. St. Jude made that happen
9: and she's tumor free now. She's growing, she's just a, just a happy child.
14: The second we arrived here, we had food, housing, transportation, treatment, you name it, it was taken care of by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To the people who donate to St. Jude, you know, I just want them to know that I don't think anyone in this world or anything in this world has given me a greater gift. We came as two desperate parents and they
1: saved our daughter's life.
6: St. Jude Children's Research Hospital Finding cures, saving children Learn more at stjude.org
1: When my daughter Mary Grace was two months old, she got a cough that wouldn't go away. Her coughing fits got so bad that she couldn't breathe and she turned purple. We had to rush it to the hospital. It turned out she had whooping cough. She was in the hospital for nearly a week. When we were told that she got it from an adult, we were devastated There's a vaccine for adults that we should have gotten to protect her since she was still too young to be vaccinated herself After Mary Grace got sick, I made sure my
14: entire family was vaccinated. Whooping cough is on the rise in the U.S. The disease often is spread from adults to vulnerable infants who are at greater risk for hospitalization and even death. Adults should get vaccinated against whooping cough and other serious diseases. Vaccination protects adults and those around them. This is Dr. Susan Rehm of the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases urging you to speak with your doctor about vaccination. For more information, visit www.adultvaccination.org.
0: Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time, here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with you in the studio. Momentarily, we will be joined. By Voice of the Red Matt Stoltz. And uh, when we return from that, of course, the last segment of the day today, we'll open back up the Right Fiber Hotline and uh, get a few more answers from you all, hopefully, on the question of the day. Have had some great feedback today so far on the Right Fiber Hotline, brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Stoltz should be in studio with us in just a moment. Thankfully, just talking, you know, normal college baseball headlines. There's been, <laughs> it's been some interesting twists and turns going on around the college baseball landscape over the past, I guess, week or so. As, of course, we know what happened now at Alabama uh, with the situation there where they've had to fire their coach. Uh, we've also seen some other gambling headlines going on around college sports, Iowa, Iowa State, schools that have both popped up in the headlines over the past few days, and I think that's actually a topic we're going to dive into uh, quite heavily tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow we'll also recap some A-State baseball, but we gotta we got to get to the game first. got to get a preview here. So we welcome in Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. How are you?
13: Fantastic. How are you? I'm
1: hey, doing well. Doing well. I guess before we start talking about what we'll see tonight, I do want to recap a little bit of the weekend that was for A State baseball against ODU. Uh you had a wild one, you had a pitcher stool, and then thankfully closed out the weekend with, with an A State win on Sunday.
13: Yeah, three very different games. Um Friday night was uh, very unique. Uh yeah. Wild is a good word for it. Uh, up seven to one after one, which everything was going great at that point, but then you give up eighteen consecutive runs and you know as a broadcaster those aren't the games you really enjoy uh I don't think the fans particularly enjoy games that get like that either uh, there there were a lot of runs um, but yeah when you when you've got uh, the free bases on both sides and uh, the uh the the length of it going nearly four hours that that was uh quite a game the other night but you know it came back the very next day with two of the top three pitchers in the league as far as ERA and uh had a pitcher's duel thought everybody that uh took the mound you know each team threw just two pitchers in that game and I thought Kyler Carmack and Arlen Butts were really good gave us a chance to win in that game but we come up short three to nothing on Saturday and then Sunday, you're right. Uh, able to close it out with the win, and a uh, good way to wrap up the weekend.
1: It was uh, cross jumper there with the big hit, the big banana in game three of that series. Actually, saw two big bananas over the weekend, but uh, cross jumper with the with the emphatic when there Sunday to, to power a state to the win. But uh, he's playing well right now, and then also, of course, Brandon Hager continues to just be on a little bit a little bit of a heater as of late.
13: Yeah, you know, uh, Brandon had. Uh, I think three hits and three RBIs in that game on Sunday. But, you know, Friday uh, he had hit his fourth consecutive home run, or excuse me, his fourth consecutive game with a home run was Friday. And Caleb Garner, who does a great job with uh, sports information from A-State Baseball, he went back all the way to 2005 and couldn't find another instance where somebody had hit home runs in four consecutive games it's happened quite a few times in three straight games but couldn't find anything all the way back to 2005 and I think you know he was going to go back and try to research before then but uh, pretty neat that Brandon was able to do that in in four straight games and and uh, you know the the home run he had on Friday was a grand slam Uh, as far as you know cross goes uh, couldn't be happier for him he's come so close so many times uh, to hitting home runs this year and you know, it's it's been neat, you know, obviously with the Jonesboro kid playing here at home and and uh, as a redshirt freshman has taken over that everyday starting spot in left field. So a couple of good stories yep. there with those two guys.
1: Hey, we'll take her for a moment. And I actually meant to, to reach out to Caleb and ask this, but I, I forgot. Jude, 12 home runs so far this season, which is a great number. But what is the, the home road split there? Because it seems like as of late, some some more of these have been coming in Jonesboro.
13: Well, yeah, I would think it's pretty even. Yeah, um, You know, he's he's hit a good number here at home. Uh, in, in the past, you know, when we've played more road games, our home run numbers yeah. seem to be up, and that's no coincidence. You know, it really hasn't, the wind, which so often blows straight in at the hitters, hasn't been as big of a factor this year as it has in years past. It, it uh, And we were talking about it, uh, you know, when and Tyler was in on the, podcast a couple of weeks ago he said it, it hadn't been quite the same as as what we maybe saw last year and and even before then you know uh y- you remember most years pretty much any day you go to the ballpark and guarantee yeah. the wind's blowing in but that that hasn't been the case this year
1: maybe this year is el nino
13: i don't know what the explanation is but uh um, <laughs> You know, there's got to be something.
1: I'm not a meteorologist. We need to change subjects real quick before I completely (laughs) show my my lack of knowledge. Uh, Let's change the topic to Little Rock. It's going to be rolling into the Tom tonight for a non-conference matchup, but should be a fun one here.
13: Yeah, kind of weird playing Little Rock in a midweek game. You know, so often these games mean so much with uh, them being in the Sun Belt for as long as... They have, and A-State and a- has definitely controlled this series over the years. And, and Coach Raffo, in particular, has had a whole lot of success against Little Rock. But, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different tonight, you know, playing them for the one and only time this season. Of course, we got washed out a couple of weeks ago and uh, unable to go down there. But, uh, yeah, you're right, uh, kind of in quotations there. It, uh, it it was canceled due to the forecast. But, uh, I don't know if it ever rained that night a couple reasons. of weeks ago. It was
1: canceled due to reasons.
13: Yes, that's right. Multiple reasons. Possible rain being one of them. But uh, anyway, so I, I think it's it's neat to still have them on the schedule. And we said the same thing during basketball season as well. So, uh, you know, good to keep that, that rivalry going. It's a great rivalry. And A-State and Little Rock should happen every year. Yeah.
1: By the way, $2 ice cream bars tonight at the Thomas. It's that's like, right. It's $2, $2 Tuesday. Yeah, $2 concession item tonight, so that's big. But, final uh,
13: midweek of the year.
1: Yeah, it is the final midweek of the year. It kind of makes me sad a little bit, but it's like it's still into the season. That's what happens. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it'd be great to get a win tonight. Obviously, old rivalry, in-state foe, all that good stuff. But, I mean, you got to look ahead and, and circle these games coming up this weekend in, in Boone. Must win situation from here on out for, for A-State Baseball.
13: Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I think if, if you have, I mean, you, you say must win situation, I think we all know it's a long shot to get to Montgomery for the Sun Belt Tournament, but yeah, you need to win all six of the remaining conference games and, and get, you know, some help uh, other places if you're going to get into that top ten in the league standings and, you know, it, it'd be great if they can pull that off, but you know, a uh, big series coming up this weekend against Appalachian State, who's who's uh, been impressive this year. I think the last two or three years, they've done a great job just completely turning their program uh, around. I mean, they, they were, once they came into the league, it took them a while to get going. And, you know, it's not easy to just jump in to the Sunbelt Conference and compete in baseball right away. And uh, I think... Coastal Carolina being the exception yeah. there. I mean, w- with all the success they had, they were coming straight off a national championship when they joined the league. But, but with Appalachian State, I think um, they've uh, they've put some into their baseball program now, and and uh, you you start to see some of the results. I think they're twelve and eleven in league play, so um, it'll be a challenge coming up this weekend on the road. You know they did drop uh, they dropped two out of three at Coastal over the weekend, so you can't really take too much uh, in in that. But at the same time, you know what concerns you is they shut out Coastal. I think they one hit Coastal on Friday night. How? So uh, that's that's really hard to do. And uh, so we got to find a way to to get that series opener and, and then go from there.
1: By the way, yet another example of the Sunbelts is a really, really good baseball conference is when you look at, you know, these final two opponents in Sunbelt play from an RPI perspective in Appalachian State and South Alabama. These are two of the weaker teams in in the grand scheme of things in the belt, but yet they still are in the top third of all of college baseball.
13: It is a really, really, really good league.
1: 101 is where App State is, is in there in the RPI. Uh, you did mention, you know, it, it's going to be an uphill battle for A-State to, to make its way to Montgomery. But aside from Arkansas State taking care of business, which is the first item on the list to, to get to the Sunbelt Tournament, what else would have to happen for the Red Wolves to punch a ticket there? Yeah, yeah
13: I, I think Georgia State, uh, they'd have to lose five of their final six. Uh, I, I don't think they have a very easy final two weeks, but, uh, you know, the, that's – possible. Uh, obviously, you know, if you win the final six, that means you take three from South Alabama that, you know, if, if you do that, you're you're kind of uh, taking care of one of those teams that you need to pass head-to-head, and then you need to have South slip up this weekend, too, and, and drop at least two out of three. Who are they playing? Coastal. Well, they're playing Coastal. Well, that helps.
1: Now it is in Mobile, but that's... They're on, playing Coastal. Yeah, so that's that's they, a tough matchup.
13: Yeah, that, that is a tough matchup for anybody, anywhere you play it, so... Um, I think that yeah, it's possible to if you win all of your games from here on out and go six and zero in conference to wrap it up. Then yeah, you you might get some might get the help that you need uh, to get in.
1: With A State six o'clock tonight is is first pitch for Little Rock, and then of course with A State playing on the the Eastern Time Zone first pitch a little bit earlier Friday, Saturday, and Sunday than than we're used to when this team heads out. And uh and faces App State. But uh in the meantime, who is on the podcast this week?
13: Luca Naglich okay. is our guest and uh really enjoyed it. He's a four time all conference men's golf uh golfer for uh the Red Wolves and you know he's uh quite a story. You know, he's from Slovenia. He's named Luca. You know, Luca's from Slovenia, have had some success. Here in recent years, but uh, we even talked about Luka Doncic. I was and, about to say, I, and, uh, I
1: don't even know if I can name another one.
13: Well, yes. He, uh, Luka Doncic <laughs> is the most accomplished uh, athlete, most accomplished basketball player from Slovenia. But you know, Luka Naglic won five national championships among his age group nice. you know, before he came to yeah. Arkansas State. So hey, if you're named Luka and best in your particular sport, in Slovenia then you're a big deal. So uh yeah. you know we we had Luka Naglic kind of talk about uh the other Luka and his popularity learned a lot about Slovenia talked a, talked some golf as well and uh a good conversation of course yeah you know, we talked with Luka Naglic because you know just last week he was selected yeah. you know just the 6th player in program history to go to the NCAA regionals and compete as an individual. So uh, that's a big deal coming up uh, next week when he goes down to Auburn to do that.
1: Pretty cool story.
13: Uh, very cool story. And a uh, really, really good young man, too. So happy for him.
1: So is that already dropped, dropping this afternoon? It's dropped. Okay, okay. You can find it right now this moment wherever you get your podcast. Do you have an answer for our question of the day today? Give who, it to me. Who is... Your favorite sports version of a one hit wonder
13: give me some of the examples you've had so, so far. They, yeah, they, and I heard the question before yeah, I was thinking about
1: look it Look at it' somebody who's had you know that one great season or even that one great game, so in the n b a you got Lynn sanity. In in baseball, uh, looking at some former Cardinals like Bo Hart, uh, a guy who had a really good season one year, batted like two seventy seven, and then the next year just kind of dropped off and disappeared forever. Uh, David Tyree, <laughs> with the helmet catch—that's a one hit wonder for sure. Um, Chase just weighed in; he's a Carolina Panthers fan. They had that uh-huh. one great year with with Cam Newton there, where they made it to the Super Bowl, and then that's right. And just mm, so those are some of our examples. We've actually had a lot of really good answers on the phones as well. So.
13: Golly,
1: that's tough. Putting you on the spot.
13: Best one-hit wonder.
1: They're just your favorite. Surely there's somebody who came up and had had this went on this tear for the Rangers and then kind of <laughs> faded into obscurity. I mean, look, everybody has that guy on their team who was like a cult hero for a short amount of time and then you just never heard oh, from him. Man, again.
13: Um, you know, I I think that. Um, there have been some great stories, and I, I, I'm thinking about. It, it made me think of great turnarounds, you know. And I remember, uh, like back in 1991, you know, one of the all-time great World Series was the Braves and Twins, and they had both gone from worst to first. You remember that that season? Or I'm just you're, nodding. You're along. not quite sure. as old as me, uh, but the. They had both gone from from worst to first that year. Now, obviously, the Braves turned that into a dynasty, but Mm -hmm. I don't think the Twins really followed up much much on that. They ended up winning winning the World Series in in seven games. So maybe the Twins? Uh, I don't know why that was the one that came to mind for me. We'll take it. I don't know. That's a bad one. I needed to think about that. Some you can, more. you know,
1: you can, you can text in your answer in in a minute if you. Because I can here's what, I can do
13: better than that.
1: If you're like me, you're going to have an answer pop into your head like two seconds after you walk out of the door.
13: Probably so. Yeah. So you can. I ch- well, I didn't choke. I, I thought of one. I, I can think of a better one though.
1: Well, we <laughs> we let you think a little bit longer, but we've got to take a break.
13: Yes, you do. <laughs> Go to break. All right.
1: We'll uh we'll come back and close out today's show with with Matt Stoltz's answer and and more before we get out of here. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network.
9: Mothers are some of the most precious people on earth. Celebrate your mom this Mother's Day by gifting her something special from Posy Peddler. Posy Peddler has everything your mom will love, from gorgeous peyote bouquets, Mama Tried or She's a Saint bouquets, to luxury candles, willow tree figurines, or even a turvis cup filled with delightful flowers. See these and many more specials at PosyPeddler.com. Show mom how much you appreciate her this Mother's Day. Call Posey Peddler today at 932-2231 or poseypeddler.com. Happy Mother's Day from Posey
6: Peddler. What started with our grandfather and continues in its fourth generation today, Glenn Saints' history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships that have kept our customers and their families coming back for over 69 years.
2: From my grandpa
4: to my dad to us, service after the sale is a big deal.
13: Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Colson Group USA is the largest
6: manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer.
13: Nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482.
14: Hi.
9: I don't even know why I'm calling right now. I'm sorry. Um, My thoughts are going a mile a minute.
14: No matter how you served.
9: I left the service last year. My mom just passed away a few months ago. I missed so much time with her.
14: No matter what you're going through.
9: Before I knew what to expect every day. And now I have so many decisions to make. I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job, but
2: I feel so stuck. We are here for you. Okay, ma'am. I'm glad
14: you called. Let's stay on the line and walk through some things. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988. Then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. This is the place.
0: (laughs) Yo, this is my grandson, Mike. It's his 18th
4: birthday. Man. Wow, one of the best years of my life. Well, when I was 18, the ladies used to think I was fine. Yeah, your grandma, maybe. Oh, come (laughs) on, man. Uh, He's a smart guy, but I thought he could use a little advice today. Mm -hmm. Start putting away some money. Call your mother. And now that you're 18, you need to sign up with the Selective Service System.
6: Remember Jamie Thomas?
4: Yeah. Heard he didn't register and was denied a job with TSA.
6: There you go. Mm-hmm.
4: That's it. Save money, call mom, and register with SSS.
5: Mm-hmm. Hey, Grandpa,
4: this boy got that police head
5: the kind of
8: roll up and stop wherever he wants to. That's cold. <laughs> oh, man, just cut the boy's head. I don't know what to do
0: with it. Be the man. Hey, register with boys the, the boys Selective boys. Service System today at sss.gov.
8: Good-looking boy,
0: but ugly head. <laughs> You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left for you to get in. Your answer to today's com question. Who is your favorite sports version of a one-hit wonder? Everybody's got one of those Players on the team, right? Came up and uh, did something phenomenal, maybe for a year, heck, maybe only for a week or one playoff series or something, and became a little bit of a cult hero for your team, and then they kind of faded back into obscurity. Some answers from today include guys like, oh gosh, who all of we had mentioned on the show today Herm Winningham, Bo Hart. Playoff Jeff Weaver was one of my answers. Uh, that one year, the Carolina Panthers were good. We've had uh, David Tyree reference with the helmet catch. Lynn Sanity reference today. Travis Ishikawa brought up today. We tried to figure out an answer for Voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz since we put him on the spot and, and he kind of uh, was not really sure about his answer. I suggested... That one year, Milton Bradley was good for the Rangers. But he has not, not followed up with an additional answer at this point in time. So who knows? Uh, but uh, pretty much a wrap in terms of the right fiber hotline today and, and your opportunities to get in on the phones on the com question. Of course, you can continue to weigh in after we go off air on Twitter. If you had one on your mind that certainly fits this bill. But that you were not able to mention right now i think there's like a corgi that's predicting the lakers warriors series hopefully that guy's just gonna be a one-hit wonder he's still got warriors in seven by the way if you're really into letting dogs predict the future we'll see how that how that plays out uh coming up tomorrow's what is tomorrow wednesday yeah keith marion should be with us in studio looking forward to that again once we get later on in the week we're gonna have some uh, high school baseball on the air for you coming up later so i think thursday might not be with you on the workday red zone but i know you'd rather hear some some live sports action instead so perfectly perfectly good with that i feel like there's some headlines That popped into my head during the break and I was like, oh man, we got to mention this. And then, of course, we come back on air and it's just blank slate. Some news today that we didn't mention briefly, though. A couple of Grizzlies earn NBA All-Defensive Team honors. Jaron Jackson Jr. on the first team. Dylan Brooks on the second team. So that's some of the breaking news that occurred tearing at today's show in the sports world. Coming up tomorrow, in addition to talking with Keith Mayer, of course, we'll recap a lot of the baseball that we talked about today, including Red Wolves, Trojans, coming up tonight at Tomlinson Kill, and of course, Cards, Cubs, coming up later tonight at Wrigley Field. Those games airing on the ticket and the Wolf, respectively. So hopefully, hopefully tomorrow. We can recap some wins and continue talking NBA playoffs and more as well. I think I already know tomorrow's question of the day, but we'll save it for that show. Had great feedback on today's question. We certainly appreciate all of you who called and weighed in on that. Helped us pass the time today, and we appreciate it. But, uh, hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Again, thank you for the calls, comments, tweets, and texts. Hope you keep it right here because Dan Patrick is on the way. And that'll be followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio comes your way at 10. And the Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon.